Drivers, start your engine! Can you smell it? What the Frank is cooking? That's right. The Rock kicked things off at Daytona 500 in Indianapolis yesterday. Welcome. What? Daytona. No, Daytona's in Florida. <laughs> the Indianapolis 500's Labor Day, or Memorial Day. Take two. Anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, it's a fun little show we do for you folks. We got some comedy. We got some sports. We talk some gambling. I'm Frank Nicotero, a longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan. And hopefully today's show will finish without a crash like yesterday's Daytona 500. Oh, boy. Now Ryan, what are we looking outside. at here? So, nine laps to go. Yeah. First crash with nine laps to go. Scraping, rubbing his racing. Yeah, Byron gets bumped from behind. Wants you to hit the pace car. Back. Yeah, and then Kozlowski goes into Logano. Right. Creates this whole pile. Oh, you mean Logano, who I had money on? Yeah. And this guy's going sideways. You think he's in England. All of a sudden, he's in the other lane. This guy's just, he's drifting. This guy's Tokyo Drift over there. And then we go up to the... Two laps, start of the final lap. Jeez. And the leader gets bombed all the The track around. was not yeah. wet, by the way. <laughs> that was the day before. Yeah. So The grass was soaked, though. The grass? Oh, yeah. Yeah, trying to get all the, like, the victory ah, Bush laps Light. and everything. My, my high school beer of choice. You ever have Bush Light? I thought that was a good beer when I was a kid. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what it was? It was the free beer in my friend Mike O'Day's parents' basement. Well, free beer is always pretty good. Free beer was always good. Yeah. It was Bush well, Light for me. Glasses. There you go. So, uh, <laughs> what was that? I said I forgot my glasses. You forgot your glasses? No, they're right there. Are you going to be able to see, on. or is this yeah, the? I can't. I can't well, see it's you. it's National Comfy Day, Ryan. That's why. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. should just say it now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Today is National Comfy Day. Do you have a big league chew shirt on? No, big league weekend. Oh, big league a weekend. Little, little plug for seventeen days from now. The Brewers and uh, A's are in town at the ballpark. Oh, is that an actual? Ma- oh, that's a, that's still exhibition though, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, it's spring training. Just two two games up. Oh, there. we gotta go. Yeah. Are we going? Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm working it, but yeah. All right. What days of the week is that? It's a Friday, Friday, March eighth, and Saturday, March 9th. That means I might go to the ballpark twice in one week because I want to go see uh, the college tournament the week before. Yep. I want to see uh, this domain where I might be doing some work this summer, spring, summer, whatever. Best uh, ballpark in minor league baseball. I, I, dude, I'm so excited again. I've been to a thousand major league baseball games. Literally, if I did the math, probably between 700 and a thousand, never been to a minor league baseball game. It's mind boggling. And now I get to go in here in our backyard. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Uh, All right. So anyway, um, thanks for watching the show, everybody. Uh, William Byron, a race car driver who I had never heard of. He had the number 24 car. Number 24. Ryan, did you bet William Byron? 24. Uh, No, I did not. That's your number, 24. Yeah, I thought about betting it and then I didn't actually think that he was going to win so well yeah no one exactly decided to not make the donation and it would have been 16 to 1 so ah you probably would have had what five on it maybe make 90 i I honestly would have bet 24 on it 24 on 24 you would have brought home 200 300 bucks yeah over 300 bucks. yeah damn all right well anyway i had joey logano he was in the pole position he did not win he was part of one of those big crashes there i voted for joey joey didn't win he won it a few years ago but anyway um I found this weird about the Daytona 500. They do not disclose how much winning, uh, how much money the The driver wins. They haven't done it since 2016. Yeah, I 
honestly. The uh, purse this year was a record-breaking $28 million, $35,991 to be exact. Uh, in 2015, it came out to be about 9% of the total. So anyway, they, they tried to do a little hunting here, and they figure he might have won $2.5 million yesterday. But it's very strange. Oh, the glasses are on, ladies and gentlemen. Is that still, are you still comfy Ryan with the glasses, though? No, it kind of hurt my head with the headphones on. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why I wear the contacts. Uh, anyway, uh, a lot of Daytona. Right? Daytona was great. Kind of cool having it on a Monday. That way you're not, you know, Sunday. There's a lot of other things going on. Conveniently, President's Day, President's Day too. So. President's Day was a holiday. A lot of people weren't working. So it actually worked out really well for NASCAR. Anyway, uh, we want to talk about our new racing show here at South Point Studios. There's a graphic. Gone Racing, hosted by Brendan Gone, former NASCAR driver, and uh, along with Jeff Motley. It is on every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Live for an hour, just like our show. Every Thursday. So this week, he's back in studio this week. Because last week, he was in a tra trailer. He was in, like in a nice, what do you call it, RV yeah. down in Daytona. So Brendan Gone, brand new show, Gone Racing. You can watch it here. That's four shows now, ladies and gentlemen. Four shows you can watch on our YouTube channel, South Point Studios. Not only can you watch it here, but you can listen to it on uh, Sirius XM. Really? Yeah. How about that? You can listen to it on Sirius XM. And just like this show and all our shows, they live forever in perpetuity on our YouTube page. So make sure you watch them. If you're a race car fan, you definitely want to check it out. First show was great. A lot of views. And they give their insight. And, and Brendan, who's raced before, it's a tremendous show. So make sure you watch Gone Racing this Thursday, 10 a.m. On the show, our producer, Ryan McCormick, uh, is here. Obviously, Ryan's here. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Andrew Drew Dog. Andrew, what's the funniest word of the day you said? Drew Dog. What? <laughs> Inside. Sorry, Ann's directing. And of course, Jerry, employee of the decade. We made you employee of the decade. We changed it up. You got another award for 10 years at, at South Point. Jerry, who yeah, is the GT. master of. What's that? I said, yeah, GT. Jerry. Wow. He's the, de the employee of the decade. That is now his introduction. Jerry, anytime we need something done, it's so funny. We're in a meeting. We're like, oh, this needs done. Everyone just does this. Jerry, you got that? He has his little notepad out. He's like, yeah, I got it. Jerry does everything. So, Jerry, thank you. I love you, too. Uh, later on, Matt Neverett will be in studio. Probably got his haircut between last week and this week. You got a lot of comments on your haircut. What? I, wait, what? Yeah, the live chat thinks you got a haircut. Who said that? Uh, Minidar. Minidar. What's up? Minidar. I don't think Minidar's been in the chat room for a while. So, maybe, I, maybe he hasn't seen it. I got my haircut, like, last week. It was like a month ago, I think. It was before Super Bowl, right? It was before, uh, yeah, it was like a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks. Um, you know what it is? Maybe the rain. Maybe the rain. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. Remember how I said I was going to sh shower every day this week, wash my hair? So I get up, let the dogs out, and it's pouring rain. I'm like, oh, I'm not showering today. I'm like, there's no way. I, it was, when it rains, you don't shower when it rains out. Everyone knows that. <laughs> anyway. Uh, thank you for wow. We got we're wow. Bob Dell back after a week. Is there a recap reel I can watch? Jerry, <laughs> you can watch the show in their entirety. Bob Dell. Bob was down in uh, Mexico with his lovely wife Vicky. They went to this little secret hideaway they have. No one knows about it. It's called Cabo San Lucas. <laughs> Very private island. Ah uh, no, it's called like Gudela de Women Malehor. It's some fancy Mexican name. Uh, the rock is now a heel. I know mini dar. I don't even follow wrestling, but I am aware that rock is now a heel. And in the wrestling world, heel means he's like a bad guy. Now they made him a bad guy. The rock is a bad guy. Said the F word. It's like Jerry. 
Frank's hairline just increased by 5%. Wow, a lot of moose today. I didn't do anything different today. <laughs> Added two inches to your height on Wikipedia. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Joey B. Joey B coming with the, <laughs> added two inches. Jared would do that. Jared, it, it's, the, it's the rain, possibly? Does the rain make, right, make sure hair frizz out, oh. the moisture? B-Town Dummy says you took the Vespa without a helmet. Uh, I don't ever read B-Town Dummy's comments. <laughs> I don't he missed yesterday's show. He goes, oh, I missed the big President's Day show. Uh, but anyway, we're bringing the funny today for you, as I said. B-Town Dummy. Show. Yes. Uh, by the way, uh, B-Town Dummy, I have a guy coming to drop something off your house, so be home for three days. <laughs> I had my Vespa at his house, so the guy was supposed to come pick up my Vespa to bring it here, and he just kept pushing it back, and he's sitting there at home because I know you're so busy at work. He's not. So he waited. So thank you, Christian. Uh, <laughs> Frank Mergy. Frank's hair and Miley Cyrus at the Grammys. Very similar, yeah. <laughs> Can you pull up a picture of Miley Cyrus at the Grammys? She had the wind tunnel look going. I kind of look like Miley. What is it? I've never had this many people talk about my hair. All right, anyway, Miley did have the windblown look. I'm wearing a lot more clothing than Miley wore at the Grammys, but <laughs> do you have it or yeah. can you pull it up? All right, here's me. I don't know if we can do side by side, but here's me and Miley. Very similar hair there. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, we were going to do mullets yesterday with everyone's. Uh, we didn't do the mullet thing, remember? Yeah. You didn't see that either? I did. <laughs> I chose not to do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I admire that. As long as you just say, yeah, I just didn't, this is a lot of work. I don't want to do it. We had a pack show yesterday. We had uh, the hysterical figure. Okay. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, Josh Yoey is going to be here in a matter of minutes, maybe about five minutes. Matt Neverd in studio. Josh Yoey, who uh, I'm, I have to give him a little guff, kind of blew us off twice, right? He was here in town, supposed to come in. Then there was an afternoon skate. Something suddenly came up. And then he was supposed to be on uh, last week, right? And then, by the way, I know why he wasn't on last week. I'm going to bust him about that. Uh, so lots of Joshua and Matt Neverett. Matt Neverett's going to have some picks. So we got pucks and picks today. Uh, the same channel shows the Penguin games and the Pirate games. Picks and pucks. In my hometown, they call it pucks and bucks. So some days there's both, and it's a very exciting day. You can sit in front of the TV all day in that town that starts with a P. Jerry, don't be peering over your monitor. I ain't going to mention it. Okay. Today is February 19th, 2024, and it's National it's Love 20th. Your Pet Day. What? It's the 20th. It's, let me fix that. <laughs> February 20th. You know, I have a template at home. Sometimes I forget to change. February 20th. i just making sure Ryan's honest toes. It's comfy day. I didn't want you to get too comfy. Way to go. Yeah. It's 2024. It's National Love Your Pet Day. I don't know why there's a National Love Your Pet Day. That's every day. Yes. Should love you. It shouldn't be, so like the rest of the year, you're supposed to be mean to your dog? No. You know, it, it's very strange. It, so. it just means you get them an extra birthday. Give them a little extra love. Yeah. Uh, today it's raining, so they need the extra. This is ridiculous. Your dogs are the same way here in Vegas. Yeah. I have because two big dogs, yeah, and they right. don't like the rain either. And because California dogs uh, that I they're so I open the door and they walk out and they just go, Nah, I don't think so. I'm not going outside and your hair looks ridiculous. That's what my dog said to me. Is what is up with your hair today? Everyone is gonna Mini Dar, Joey B, they're all gonna rip on you. Frank's got a Scooby Doo. What's that? You have a Scooby Doo dog? I have a Scooby Doo. They can dog. actually talk to you? Yeah, your hair. Ooh, that wasn't a bad impression. I'm like Carlos Salzaraki all of a sudden. He liked one of our posts yesterday. Did you see that? Yeah, I figured Jerry and Ryan would be like, oh my God, he's going to say it. Fairies. You're not as Fairies. Fairies. How does he say it? Fairies. There you go. <laughs> uh, you know, he's a big Giants fan. We're going to get him back for baseball season just so I can watch you two giggle. San Francisco. Uh, here's my favorite thing about National Day. Today, February 20th, is National Clean Out Your Bookcase Day. 
Now, the reason I found this so funny was because this was a meme that was going around the internet. This guy posted the other day, I'm 59 and just found this amongst my mother's stuff. And the book is called, Is My Child Stupid? The minute I sent this in, I said, Anne will laugh out loud at this. The guy, could you imagine that revelation? Your mom is getting up in the ears, you know, you're trying to truncate her stuff. It's a good word, by the way. Truncate her stuff and you look and there's a book called, Is My Child Stupid? And you find that at 59. Here's the thing. Maybe he is stupid. It was there for 50 years and you didn't see it. Anyway, uh, clean out your bookcase, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, today, it's just a weird national day. There's some other goofy ones. It is National Comfy Day. Yes, it is. Uh, Ryan is in sweatpants. I go, wow, you're really, Jay goes, well, it's National Comfy Day. I'm like, oh, you saw that. I said, I was going to bring it up in the show, but because we really dress comfy every day. And matter of fact, Ann and I dress similar some days, like yesterday, exact same outfit. Today is show number th 93. No, no collage today. No, no collage today. Uh, instead, I have invented a game for Ryan. This is very exciting. Okay. Usually all the details are in the script. Uh, Josh Oey is watching. I'm going to be great at this. So maybe he'll play along. Uh, I've named the game. It's a great name. Instead of triple play, it's called Triple Day. So Ryan, welcome to Triple Day. It's a three sports, three sports celebs who are all celebrating a birthday today on February 20th. You have to identify them by picture and guess their age. I'm going to give you a total of... Uh, Five years, either way, just like the Price is Right game, you only get five to use up amongst the three. You gave all multiple choices. All right, very good. All right, hit me. Here we go. Triple, oh, you made a graphic, in. Anne made a graphic. Triple day. Okay. Oh, my God. Anne with the... Okay, here we go. These three celebrities are celebrating a birthday. Uh, who is that woman? Standing next to a Pepsi machine. Josh is dying, the fact that Ryan's struggling with this one. And also, Jerry also looking befuddled. Uh, the, yeah, that was going to be my guess. Who? Uh, Cindy Crawford. It is Cindy Crawford! See, Anne. but that, that middle picture is her? The middle pit, the far left one is, that's like, that was her as like a teen model, right? See, there. The that middle, middle picture kind of threw me off. Middle one's kind of current, I believe. Like, that's probably her current. And mind. then the far right is Pepsi, because we love Pepsi products here at the South Point. Everyone drinks Pepsi products. Got to try to get someone free for Anne, apparently. Age. Anyway, uh, how old do you think Cindy Crawford is today? A, 58, B, 63, C, 68. Uh, that middle picture really does not do her any justice. She looks, uh, she's from Northern Illinois, which is in DeKalb, Illinois. By the way, she was a valedictorian. I'll go, I'll go A. Star of George Michael's uh, Freedom her, 90 video, one of the supermodels. You went what? 58. Correct answer, Ryan. Very good. February 20, 1960. Cindy Crawford being 58. Looks like who? Haley who? Nothing. Haley Bieber? No, not what I said. <laughs> all right, next up, Triple Day, third birth, second birthday. These are all sports. Oh, by the way, Cindy Crawford, oh, sports-related, because she was uh, in the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit issue a lot when I was a kid. So that's the sporting angle to get a picture of the beautiful Cindy Crawford. All right, so here we go. Who's that gentleman? Justin Verlander. It is Justin Verlander. You are two for two. Is Justin Verlander today 33, 41, or 44? Uh, we'll go... B, 41. The correct answer, in is B, 41. You're two for two. All right, the last triple play, triple day picture. Who is that? Can you guess Charles, who that is? Before? Charles Barkley. It is Sir Charles Barkley to you, son. Chuck. Chuck Buckley. Chuck, Chuck Barkley. Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Buck. All right, Charles Barkley. Now, I specifically told, I sent this picture to Ann. I said, we have to get a picture of him gambling. Uh, very studly of Charles Barkley. Sitting he turned the, the chair backwards. You know he means, you know you mean biz. When you turn the chair backwards, 
You're either being serious about gambling or you're posing for a 1980s album cover. Because every artist in the 80s, Lionel Richie did it on several albums, I believe. So Charles Barkley, how old is he? There were three guesses there. Which one of those? 69, 65, 61? Oh, man. Chuck's not that old. He's 61. Ladies and gentlemen, on the first ever Triple Day, Triple B birthday. Oh, yeah. Ryan goes three for three. There you go. Congratulations. Bye. Nice job. It's also Rihanna's birthday. It is Rihanna's birthday, but she's not sports. I could have put her sports as Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. But then Triple Day, then I got to, who would have I gotten rid of? I had to give you Cindy Crawford to throw you a little bit of a curveball. Not sure if you were going to get it. And by the way, Ann led with that. And he's like, oh, crap, this is going to be a hard game. But it was actually an easy game. How old is Rihanna today? I don't know. It doesn't matter. She's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, quick story about Rihanna. 30 uh, something. Maybe. I didn't necessarily meet Rihanna. I was hosting the run-throughs for an NBC game show called uh, The Singing Bee, which later uh, they gave the job to Joey Fatone. Did not give it to me. They wanted someone who could sing. 36. Sorry, Who's 30? Rihanna's 36? Yeah. So outside the rehearsal hall, we were doing Singing Bee with a full band and dancers and everything. And I come outside and there's Rihanna. She's rehearsing for her tour. This is in Burbank by the airport. They have all these facilities where bands tour and stuff. So uh, Rihanna's outside. There's a guy grilling hot dogs. And Rihanna's there, and I took a picture of her with a BlackBerry. So you know I don't have that picture anymore, and it was terrible quality. But I kind of was standing right next to her, and she went to the guy. She goes, I want a hot dog. <laughs> that was it. I was ready to say hi to her, and she just wanted a hot dog. <laughs> it's not the funniest story, ladies and gentlemen. I should have saved it for yesterday. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, oh, my God, he's here. I thought maybe he would not be able to make the show for a third time in a row. He had to get yeah, that's right, Josh. I give him a little guff from The Athletic. And the Penguins, be, I can't say the first word or I'll, I'll get, Josh Yoey is here, ladies and gentlemen. Josh, yeah, Josh, what's Josh. happening, buddy? Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. I was thinking about you the other night. Uh, I don't know oh. if you've talked about this on the show, but uh, Drake was in Pittsburgh the other night. And I know, <laughs> no. I, know, I know he's an old friend of yours. And apparently the, uh, the, the staff at PPG Paints Arena found him to be a bit of a diva. I'm oh, just really? going to leave it at that. Wait, do and you the tell. greatest thing ever, well, I'll tell you. I did hear Drake, one of the top two floors at the Fairmont Hotel, which is like our version of the fanciest hotel yeah. in Pittsburgh. Yeah. They were already reserved to one Yarmer Yager, so he couldn't get them. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Drake trumped, yeah. trumped by Yarmir Yager. Wait, Yager, had, Yager needed two floors? I, I guess he had a chunk of the rooms that Drake wanted on the top floor or whatever, and I, you know, yeah. And you know Drake knows who Yarmir Yager is because he's from Canada. He's a big hockey fan, right? He's got to know right. Yager. Oh my God! Do I love that story? That is amazing. So he was Come Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh uh, you know the sports heroes are going to get the the first rooms. They get the, the first shot. Oh my sure. God! That is brilliant. And was there anything else about Drake that we heard? Anything? Are there other diva behavior? A lot of fights in the crowd, so the arena security guards were uh, not amused. Oh really? But I heard he was a little, a little difficult to deal with in general. I I always hear from the arena staff, like who the musicians are that they like and who right. they don't like. They all like the hockey players the best. It's just the way it is. Hockey players are the nicest guys in the world, right? They're always the ones who go the extra mile, but oh, wow. Wait, just That's give right. us one more. Just give us one more musical act that the ushers don't like. Uh, not, not big Madonna fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, Madonna on this current tour, it's well documented that she's coming out two to three hours later than she's supposed to. It was like on a Monday night in Pittsburgh. She didn't take the stage until it was like almost 11, I think. It wasn't, yeah, people were not happy. And I'll tell you what, I saw a lot of my friends on Facebook and, you know, at the show tweeting about that and, and on Instagram going, hey, Madonna, we work tomorrow, okay? We're not Madonna. Right. We got to work. And it's 11 o'clock and she hasn't even got on stage yet <laughs> to lip sync some of her greatest hits. But I don't know. 
Unbelievable. Oh, that's, see, that's Josh. See now, now all is forgiven with Josh. Now, Josh was supposed to be in studio. He was here when the Penguins were playing the Knights, which we all went to the game and saw Josh in between periods with our mutual friend, Bill Neofis. So that was when the afternoon skate was happening, right, Ryan? So he couldn't come in. Right. Then last week we had Josh scheduled and there was a conflict. I even reminded him, hey, you're in Chicago. Don't forget the time difference. And then I, I, yeah. Yeah, and then I find out a friend of mine, Frank Mergy, who's watching right now, goes, oh, yeah, I heard Josh Yoey on Mark Madden at 12.15 today. I went, son of a... He was on Mark Madden. Mark Madden is the most polarizing guy in Pittsburgh, sports guy. I actually, I read all his articles. Oh, I said it again. Damn it. Josh, I gave up saying, I gave up saying my hometown name for Lent. Jerry and every time I say it, I got to put $5 in a jar. Okay, here comes the total, Josh. Go ahead, Ryan. This money, I think we're at, here we go. We're at $20. That's four times. And Lent started last Wednesday. So we've done four shows, four shows. So one a day. <laughs> now we're going to take that money. We're going to put it in a jar. We're either going to bet it on a futures bet or we're going to go out drinking. So I don't know what we're going to do. Well, having me as a guest is probably a really bad idea during Lent. Then. It was Maybe risky. For a of it, <laughs> yeah. it was very risky, but you know, you're worth it. You're worth the $5. But anyway, uh, Josh, anyway, he couldn't make it that time, but guess what? I got to go out after that penguin game that night. Now I'm like, Paranoid. We went out. We went out, and what did we do oh, before the Penguin game? What did we do? Who did we go see on Friday night and sit in the front row for? Carrot top, carrot top, baby. Yeah. And we got to say, Josh and I both went in with doubts, and what a carrot top was hysterical. <laughs> he gets better every time I see him. No, the guy's actually unbelievably funny. Oh, you had seen I him mean, before. We think yeah. of, he's a prop comic, so you think that's all it is, and right. the props are great. But he's actually pretty good otherwise. I find I, I, he's got a way about him. That guy. Listen, that was the first time in, excuse me, 25 years that I probably went to a con. I can't go to a con. It's like, do you want to go and sit and watch someone write an article about hockey? You don't want to do that. No, Ryan, I hate that. Right. Do you want to go sit and watch someone produce a show? You don't want to do it. And I'll have friends go, oh, hey, is, uh, you know, comedians in town. You want to go see him? No, I don't. I can't because it gives me anxiety. I wanna, I'd rather be doing the show. Like I will May 16th and May 17th at the Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club here in Las Vegas. Get your tickets. Anyway, um, so Carrot Top, Bill's like, you got to go. He was amazing. He was he exceeded my expectations. Opens with props, right? He's got to do props. But then he went into just a lot of interactive, interactive stuff with screens and told funny stories and had sound cues. I highly recommend the Carrot Have you seen Carrot Top, Ryan? I have not, no. Jerry, Carrot right. Top, and? No? All right. No one on the crew. Drew, dog? Yeah, they're missing out, and yeah. what I like about going to see Carrot Top, you know, our mutual friend Bill, he's what I would consider a Carrot Top snob in that he will only purchase front row tickets for Carrot Top. We're not sitting in the fifth row just to see the orange man. We're just not doing it. We're right no. in the front and center, same as every time. And I mean, the, the whole the whole show was great. There was a, a woman in the front row who was, like, trying to make out with Carrot Top oh my during God. the show. You remember that? Her, yeah. I asked her daughter afterwards. I said, hey, what's up with your mom? Like, did, did she got the hots for Carrot Top or what? And she said, yeah, I think she does. We're from New Hampshire. Maybe he'll come visit sometime. I said, probably not, but you never know. Like, It's, it's worth a shot. You got to shoot your shot. Carrot Top's are celebrity <laughs> I mean, there's two things I know about New Hampshire. Live free or die, and they love their Carrot yeah. Top. And it was funny because he came out to the <laughs> He ripped on your shirt. You had a plaid shirt on, so he, ripped, he teased you about your shirt. Yeah. It was very odd. Yeah. You had a very nice... Uh, <laughs> Looked like an untuck it maybe. It was pink and green and little white. Yeah. It was, it's a nice shirt. Then he comes over and shakes hands. He shook my hand and I'm like, oh, here we go. He's going to talk about punchlines. And, you know, I got, kind of gave him the look like, you know, just move on to the next person. But then this girl's like, oh, my God, my mom loves you. Can you kiss her? And he gets down to kiss her. He was out in the eye. And it was like a slow three-second kiss. 
he didn't want him to stop kissing her. No, I mean, she, you could tell by the body language, like she didn't move her face when he pulled back, and then she went, you know, she did one of these like toward him more. It was very odd. Um, it, it was extremely odd. I didn't. I guess sex sells, right? But I, <laughs> I like wasn't it? expecting it at the, at the Luxor that night. Now, like, did you did you see Caratop at press day here in Vegas? He went up to Travis Kelsey. I don't know if you saw this. It went around the internet. So uh, tra Travis Kelsey's, you know, at his little uh, booth there on the field at Allegiant. And Carrot Top comes out to ask questions. Travis, Travis Kelsey, hey, Carrot Top, what's up? He's like, hey, man, look, uh, I, I would love a free ticket to the Super Bowl. If you give me just one ticket, I'll give you lifetime tickets to my show. What do you think? <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm watching this going, take the lifetime tickets, Travis. You won't be so. So anyway. Travis Kelsey goes, oh, man, all my take is if someone bounces, I'll give you a call. So, of course, uh, you know, no one's going to bounce on, on Travis Kelsey and right. take the ticket. But then they panned that booth. We panned that one booth the next day, and there was all these big stars. And the last one in one of these boxes was Carrot Top. So somehow he got into the game. Well, I'm glad that he did. He's also a big Golden Knights fan, I know. And I will say, Carrot Top, there was not one Taylor Swift joke, not yeah. one Travis Kelsey joke for the entire time so i think it would be a safe place yes. for travis and taylor to go I, I think they would enjoy it now it was a good show it, it, was, it great. was honestly every time i see him i'm like you know this guy's pretty damn funny i have I, to admit i like, thought the best thing about the luxor was the giant dorito out front on the side but it turns <laughs> out it was character oh and there's a new bar it just it wasn't open when we were there it's called play it's like an adult kind of playground it's like a dave and busters but not video games kind of like stuff you touch and fun games so the Luxor, is, the Luxor is where it's at now. Who would have thunk? Apparently so. Upon my next visit to Vegas, I think I might have to check it out. Checking out the Lux. So, uh, listen, so we, we had talked about it the other night, and you already mentioned the name Yaramir Yager. Uh, what a night. Hmm. What was that like? And by the way, I read your piece last night on The Athletic about how, you know, coming home to Pittsburgh, and he really wants to be involved. In <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Jerry doesn't pay this much attention to the show for the first 70 shows, and soon as Len hits... God dang it. So anyway, you were talking about how Yager was there. <laughs> this is going to be very expensive. And where's petty cash? Get the petty cash out. Petty cash. Okay. So anyway, tell us about the atmosphere there, because watching it at home, it was sort of imagine night. Here's the footage of them all coming out with the mullets, which I just thought was classic. Did you know they were going to do that? No, nobody knew. And we didn't know he was going to take the ice really? the team either. Unbelievable. Um, which was Everything was wild about the whole weekend, and I have to tell you, um, this wasn't as publicized, but Friday night, uh, two nights before the event, there was a, a private dinner. Well, it was actually open to the public, a dinner for Yager uh, at the Rivers Casino in oh, wow. Pittsburgh. And <laughs> Apt. He literally, now i got to pay five bucks, but uh, <laughs> so they literally, like, it was just Yager with a microphone telling stories and talking for an hour and a half while people ate dinner. And he had former teammates uh, <laughs> Had Phil Bork, Jay Caulfield, and Kevin Stevens, three of his former teammates on the stage with him with Paul Steigerwald. And it was just Yager talking. And he was literally telling these stories about growing up in communism in the 80s and how he literally had a picture of Ronald Reagan in his wallet because it was his dream to come to America someday and play hockey. Seriously. It was, I mean, some of the stuff we knew and we'd heard stories of, but others we didn't. And he, he is unbelievably intelligent. He really is. Uh, he's genius level IQ. Uh, very philosophical. Wow. But then, like, he's still got a little bit of little boy in him. And, like, he can't help but be the class clown. Did you hear what he said about his girlfriend? It was like, so, they brought yeah. the house down. When he said, yeah, my girlfriend's too young to remember me playing in Pittsburgh. But don't worry, I tell her the stories. Like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> when, only he could get away with saying that, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, classic. Just, 
And I oh, saw those pictures. And I know Phil Bork, the old two nine. I got to try to get Phil. I, Phil Bork used to come. I think I told you he used to come to the the Funny Bone every Tuesday when we were first, you know, down at Station Square in the early nineties, and he'd bring Big Red, who was his wife and girlfriend at the time, I believe. Oh yeah. And he was the best. Oh, yeah. And Mel Blunt's there with the cowboy hat. But I know Bork was instrumental to getting Yager to come back. But yep. um, I saw some footage of him. Now, were you there the day he took the ice at practice and like and banged a goal like right away? I, I wasn't because, okay. as a matter of fact, Phil and I do a radio show and we had to do a show oh. on Saturday. So, like, oh, God, God, what a practice to miss. Yager's on the ice, like, taking shifts. This is wild. Um, but now the whole the whole weekend was unbelievable. And vintage Yager, by the way, he did have a couple of hours off on Saturday after this practice. So what did Yager do? He went to White Oak, a little community outside of McKeesport, yeah. east of Pittsburgh, to sign at a card show and made God knows how much money because that's the way Yags works. <laughs> and then he took it to the Rivers Casino right after and headed down and played. <laughs> I don't think there's any question about that. <laughs> and Drake's standing outside going, I can't get a table at the Rivers. Jarmer Yager's right. got all the tables. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, that's hysterical. So um, uh, Ryan's a big hockey fan, and I know the Knights are playing very well. We saw them. We were we were up 2 nothing in the third. The Knights came back. Ryan, do you have any – you're our hockey aficionado. Do you have any questions for Josh about well, hockey or who looks good? I, I mean, I was mainly going to start with the Penguins. The Penguins host the Islanders tonight. Um, and those are two teams competing for playoff spots in the East that are currently outside of playoff yeah. position. Can they? Can either of those teams make a push and get in, or you think they're kind of lost? Hear. Oh yeah, we can, he can't hear you. He, he can't. Yeah, he was just saying tonight the uh, Pens and Islands or Islanders are playing. Both are on the outside oh. looking in, looking in at the playoff picture. So, uh, what's your take on the game tonight? And and can the Penguins get in the playoffs? He didn't say that. I'm sure, I what, he said, I'm sure <laughs> what he said was profound and more eloquent than what you said. But I, I, I nonetheless got the point. Um, now, this might be kind of a depressing hockey game tonight. These are two teams going in the wrong direction. Uh, the Penguins are really in trouble. And I can tell you right now, uh, on Wednesday after practice, Kyle Dubas is going to speak with the media about the, GM, the upcoming right? trade deadline. Right. And we're going to have to ask him, like, hey, is it time to sell? Are you going to trade Jake Gensel? What's right. going on? I think it's very possible that that will happen. Now, the Penguins, I don't like their chances of making the playoffs at this point. I don't like the Islanders' chances either. They just blew a three-goal lead in the outdoor game over the weekend in New York. Oh, so God, yeah. uh, these are teams that are desperate. And for the Penguins, you see it right there, the over-under. five. I think in the last two weeks, I've seen three Penguins games with a five-and-a-half number. That's the lowest I've seen a Penguins number in years. That's unbelievable. Uh, I'll tell you what, a couple years ago, can't score. all I bet was Penguin overs. I, would, I mean, yep. it was with an illegal bookie. I'm going to go and say it. I don't care. But anyway, I would just hammer Penguin. If I was down, I was like, I'll just double it up on Penguin overs, and it would hit by themselves. You know, I mean, it's just it's shocking to see a five-and-a-half. You're right. Oh, I made I made significant cash last year just picking over on the Edmonton games there at six and a half. But yeah, I'll take over every game they play seven five. But I mean, the Penguins can't score. They have one goal since the New Year, or two games rather since the New Year, where they scored more than three goals in a game, and one of those was with the help of an empty netter. Uh, Sidney Crosby is still playing out of his mind. He doesn't have any help. Uh, Gino Malkin has two goals in his last eighteen. I games. saw you tweet that. That's brutal. He just looks old, and he is old. Yeah. Um, no depth scoring, so it's it's only Sid with Gensel out, and as great as he is, I don't know that he can will this team to the playoffs. I really think the odds are against it. Yeesh. Yeah, uh, Ryan's nodding. And that empty netter was the rust empty netter, right, against Chicago? Yeah. Uh, by the way, I remember that goal because Ryan and I had a bet on that game. He's a Chicago fan. I'm a Pittsburgh fan. So if he lost... Uh... <laughs> there it is. Climbing. 
Well, anyway, I wanted to ask since you were Jay's making uh, more money than the hot dog girl out here today. Jeez. Since Frank alluded uh, to you being in Chicago. What's, I can't hear you, Ryan. You're my, you I, can't hear me now? Yeah, no, I can't hear you, but what? I can hear you, though. Oh, okay. all right, yeah, well, oh Josh can hear you now. Well, that's all that matters. Go. Anyway. So since Frank alluded to you being in Chicago for that game, that was Bedard's return. Yeah. Is yeah. he, I haven't gotten to see him in person, but is he as special as ah, people think that he is? And I know it kind of seemed from the TV, from watching him on TV, that he needed to get his skates back under his legs. Uh, but he's had two goals disallowed on offside since returning. Uh, and yeah, is, is no, he's the, the real deal? I, I really think he is the real deal. And I, I first based it on comments I've heard from members of the Penguins. I mean, I've talked with Chris Letang twice after playing against Chicago, and he just gushes about Bedard. Wow. Uh, and he doesn't do that for many people. Uh, you don't hear Crystal Tang say stuff like he said. Uh, the, yeah, everyone in that locker room thinks Bedard's a star. Um, you know about his skating. He's so fast. He's a brilliant skater. The incredible shot that he has, even though he's not a big guy, he just generates incredible power. So those are great attributes. But what I noticed more than anything, and we saw it in the Chicago game against Pittsburgh last week, the way he sees the ice, the way he can pass the puck too, he's not like a one-trick pony. Like he's not Ovechkin or Stamkos, like guys who are Hall of Famers, but they're just, you know, shoot first players. He has the complete game. He's not big, but he's got everything else. He's going to be a superstar. It's going to take them a couple of years in Chicago. Right. They don't have much talent right now other than him. It will take some time, but I'm telling you that the future is bright there. I, I really think he's special. Uh, and Josh, because you're a big sports fan on all sports, uh, Ryan gave up for Lent. We're going to talk. I'll see if I can get him to slip. He's not allowed to talk about the Chicago Bears quarterback situation. And the reason I bring that up is because our team is constantly rumored to being, uh, you know, in the discussions or thought they want Justin Fields is this rumor going around. I, I didn't say that very eloquently, but I don't necessarily want Justin Fields. He wants Justin Fields to stay. He doesn't want Caleb Williams, the Steelers, but the Rooney's have come out and said, like, we're sticking with Rudolph and Pickett. That's that's where we're going to camp with. So, I don't know. Justin Fields, what do you think? Uh, Russell Fields. Wilson's also in the conversation. And Russell Wilson is in yeah, the conversation, to too. I know. The only guy oh, I want man. is bring me Kirk Cousins. I'll take Kirk Cousins. I, I mean, I'd be, I'd be fine with that just because one of the strengths of the Steelers, you, you got Pickens and Deontay Johnson. It's, it's not like they don't have weapons. So a quarterback who can actually play would be great. Um, and remember, Rudolph's a free agent, so it's not a given that he will come back. Correct. As for feel like, listen, I don't want anything to do with Russell Wilson. He's yeah. on the decline. By all accounts, he's a total diva to deal with. Like, Worse I've than Drake. A lot of, I've heard a lot of horror stories about <laughs> Russell Wilson. Oh. He wouldn't even need that top floor at the at, at the hotel. Oh, I don't really? think he needs the whole but hotel. The story, <laughs> maybe. But listen, Fields. Like, if you don't have to give up much to get him, I would be intrigued. I think he's incredibly talented. But if you're doing that, you're giving up on Pickett. You are because you're not bringing Fields in to sit on the bench. Um, that you're just not doing that. I am not a Kenny Pickett fan, so I would be okay with that. But it sure sounds like the Steelers want to give him another year. Yeah. So I'd be surprised if they go out and get a big name. It wouldn't be a very Steelers thing to do. Yeah. Uh, exactly. But I, I think Fields is interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. With all, respect to, with all due respect to his Bears, that's a pretty dysfunctional franchise right now. <laughs> yeah. No, very much so. He knows. I, I completely I, agree. Maybe you put Fields in a better situation. He might really thrive. I don't know. He's had has uh, he had different coordinators uh, every single every year. single year. Yeah, and he had yeah. Uh, Josh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you out on this. I want to ask you. Chris Andrews was here yesterday. We were talking about the best movies about sports gambling or just best movies about gambling. Um, he brought up a movie Philip Seymour Hoffman owning Mahoney. We brought up Hard Eight. Uh, I put up a list last night of five. I didn't say they were in any order. I omitted Rounders 
for the fact that I knew tons of people would say, where's Rounders? So you took the bait. But anyway, Let It Ride, a Richard Dreyfuss movie about horse racing, if you've never seen it, is great. Do you have? And then The Gambler with James Conn. Do you have a favorite sports gambling movie? I'll ask Matt Everett the, the same question. Probably The Gambler, if I had to pick one. Uh, yeah, I just um, watched it the other... Last week it was on when I was writing the really show. Good. It's really good. I, by God, there are not enough movies about sports gambling. And I predict there will be more as time goes on. As more and more of us become addicted to it, yeah. with you know the handheld devices and how easy it is to gamble, we're going to see more. That would be my pick. But I, I, yeah, there's a lot of sports movies out there. We need more sports gambling movies. Why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Josh, we appreciate you making it this appearance. I know uh, one out of three, we're pretty good. No, we tease you. Every time you're on, you're fantastic. Uh, I don't know when, when's the next, you won't be out here this season for unless we go to the Stanley Cup Finals against Las Vegas. So maybe I'll see you in uh, June. I, I will be there for the draft in June. Oh, beautiful. There you go. And until draft's here. Everything, yeah, everything's happening in Vegas. I didn't realize the draft was here. Oh, my God. Amazing. So yeah, you'll see me. Who knows? You might see me before then. I get the itch sometimes, but you'll definitely see me by the end of June. I guarantee it. Love it. All right, Josh. We hope to see you back on the show very soon. Thank you again. Make sure you've uh, Josh Joey, the athletic. You got to read his hockey stuff. Great piece about Yager from that town that I'm not allowed to talk about anymore, but damn it. All right, Josh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with posts with punchlines and Mr. Matt Neverett. Be right back. Damn it. Damn, damn, damn. South Point offers all the types of entertainment you'd expect at a first-class Las Vegas resort. Did you know our 400-seat showroom is one of Las Vegas's top destinations for live entertainment? Enjoy live performances by classic Vegas entertainers, bands, and today's hottest comedians, plus a rock and dance floor. You can also enjoy live entertainment at the Grand View Lounge, where you'll feel all the vibes of old Las Vegas. Enjoy the music, and if you love to laugh, don't miss The Dirty at 1230, our very own free comedy show, every Friday night at 1230 a.m. in the Grandview Lounge. The Dirty is 100% free, so arrive early. Go to southpointcasino.com or call the box office at 77136 for today's performances at the showroom and the Grandview Lounge. When you're ready for your favorite cocktail, stop in and unwind at one of our seven specialty lounges. There's a bar around every corner, because you're in Vegas, baby. South Point Casino has plenty of attractions for the whole family. Catch a movie. Our 16-screen movie theater includes two XD extreme screens for the ultimate in viewing, sound, and luxury. After the show, treat the family to a variety of treats at our old-fashioned ice cream parlor, Kate's Corner. We scoop up a variety of creamy concoctions, including smoothies, hand-dipped cones, milkshakes, malts, sodas, and sundaes. At Kate's, there's something for everyone. And if you've still got time to spare, our bowling center might be right up your alley. Voted Best of Las Vegas, it's a great place for friends and family fun. 64 lanes, a pro shop, snack bar, and arcade. And while the kids are bowling, you can play slots and sip on a drink in the Alley Cat Lounge while overlooking the lanes. For our more serious and professional bowlers, the South Point is also home to a separate tournament bowling plaza. Oh, my God. Bob Dell is watching the show. Uh, what's the toad board at? Toad board. I feel like Jay Lewis. Show me the toad board. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Tiffany, $30. Even 30 Is it fair that I mentioned it 
three times today when I'm interviewing someone located in that city. You're the one that chose to give it up. You know what? This give is BS. Uh, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, Matt Neverett's here. Matt Neverett will be hosting Sports yeah. by the Book today at 3 p.m. Uh, what do you have coming up today on the show? Uh, we got Steve Jones Jr., former uh, UNLB running SJJ. rebel. SJJ, son of SJS <laughs> Sr. Uh, his dad, longtime ABA, NBA player and announcer. Awesome. Uh, we, we've had him on the show before. He's great. We're going to talk uh, NBA, some college basketball, some Mountain West as well. And uh, just what exactly can be done, if anything, to fix the NBA All-Star Weekend? Because uh, <laughs> Everyone just seems like scrapping it. As, as, but I, I mean, come on, they got to do something. We'll talk about it on the show. Okay. I, I like Jeez. the events surrounding the game correct the game itself has to change and yeah. we'll, we'll talk about some strategies there we got college basketball as always alex has some hockey picks and uh might throw some baseball in there we'll see oh i like it i like it i like it all right let's go to a couple comments here uh <laughs> it's my hair all right uh how much does jerry uh wait to show that uh b-town dummy not dating myself but trying to get frank to say blank blank is like getting mixel pick on super friends to say his name backwards he went with a mixel pick reference do you get that anyone get that if you said his name backwards, Superman would go to another dimension. Yeah, okay, comic book nerd. Uh, no recap on punchlines. Joey B said, hey, Bob Dell, no recap of punchlines, but Frank and Josh's recap of the Carrot Top show is available. Telling you guys. The, uh, the, the important today. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? I said Joey B is on fire today. Joey B is Joey B's killing it today. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, he did mention Color of Money uh, with Paul Newman, Tom Cruise. That's a good movie. It's not, it, they gave, uh, okay. Paul Newman won the Oscar for Best Actor as Fast Eddie Felson. That was the name that he originally played in The Hustler with Jackie uh, Gleason. Anyway, Color of Money's good movie. It's Scorsese. Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio before Rain Man. Beautiful or after Rain Man, whatever. Uh, it's a good movie. I wouldn't put it in my top five of gambling sports movies. Do you have a sports gambling movie? I know, round. I said Rounders. And, like I omitted it and you went, ooh, I know. The Worm. I love round. <laughs> Rounders is great. Check, it's check, a good one, check, yeah. check, check. Yeah. Um, give the man his money. I love it. I love Teddy KGB. I didn't put it on there to start discussion. People took the bait. But there anyway. you go. Yeah, that's that's why you get paid the big bucks, Frank. Um, if you can count Casino. I did. I put there Casino is on my list. sports gambling elements in Casino. I had Casino on. Um, I've always been a fan of, of Eight Men Out. Oh, wow. About the Black Sox scandal. Sure. John Sales, I believe, directed yeah. that. Yeah. And then uh, one, that, so, one that I haven't seen brought up, I think because it's newer. Did you see Uncut Gems? I did. I think that came up yesterday, did it not? Yeah, we talked about it with Chris. Uh, yeah, yeah, we talked about it with Chris Sanders. I'm a big fan of that movie. I, I like seeing Adam Sandler in, in some of these different roles, I and I think he did a really good job, and the, the, the score for that movie was phenomenal, too. Yeah, the that's, ending that's of that movie shocked me more than any other ending of a movie. Ever. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. It, well, just the... the there's, there's a term for it, but there's just that one kind of violin note almost throughout the whole movie. And it just is so anxiety inducing. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And, uh, yeah, I, I like frantic. that movie. It's yeah. It's like, Scorsese. yeah. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson does that. Really yeah. Well too. There's a lot of movies. Uh, um, uh, dark, dark Knight had that in there with, yes. with Heath Ledger. Yeah, no, but I'm a big fan of the, uh, Safdie brothers. So I, I really like uncut gems. Yeah. And Kevin Garnett. Yeah. Very good in that movie. <laughs> great act. Great cameo. Kevin Garnett was right in that movie. Yeah. All right. Good cameos. Uh, before we get into Matt and Everett's picks, we have some posts with punchlines. Do we have the horn? with punchlines and here comes the graphic look at this Matt. look at that five picture in the middle now wow yeah look at that and then the gloves bah! Anne's on fire and is on fire scratch oh. what i said earlier that's why Anne gets the big bucks i'm telling you right now that's why i'm telling you it's good stuff good stuff coming at you all right so uh, we're gonna go uh, number one overtime equals overpaid i don't know if you saw this matt but because the super bowl went overtime 
CBS bagged another $60 million Ooh. from another 10 commercials, taking the total to almost $700 million. They were seven seconds away, possibly, from double overtime. You know, and you think about yeah. it. I mean, and somebody somewhere with CBS or the NFL had to have that Buffalo Wild Wings button. <laughs> yeah, that's we just idea. need to keep extending this game for, <laughs> for, for six, seven mil a pop. I would do just about anything. Well, Sean McManus, the president of CBS, had said, oh, right? Oh, man. Oh, it's going to be double overtime. You know he's sitting in the in the truck on. oh, my God, they're going to they're gonna know it's scripted for sure now. It's scripted. But, I mean, if they would have got that, he would have been a genius. Oh, yeah. And I don't think you could bet double overtime. I didn't, I didn't see that anywhere, no. We forgot the overtime. I mean, they barely let you bet overtime. I know. Frank Mergy, my friend, goes, hey, did you get that bet in for me on overtime? I'm like, did you text me? I Apparently, he texted me, hey, put a bet in for me. But, you know, that's why they have apps. You know, busy guy, it. yeah. Jesus. All right, second one. Row, 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 row your boat. See this? It's yeah. a lot of rows. It's, yeah, a lot of rows. The, the Jimmy Graham one. <laughs> uh, New Orleans tight end, Jimmy Graham. It's weird saying, because he's New Orleans again. I mean, that's where, that's where he was a fantasy stud. I think I drafted him in the first round back yeah. in the days when Which I played. That's a reach. Yeah, but he was a monster. Was there was a about a monster. one or two year stretch that, that wasn't that. a terrible was reach. That. Maybe but second round, maybe. Never, I was drafting late. Never tight end in the first maybe round. Maybe I was snaking it. Yeah. Maybe it was round. Maybe I was 12 and I was snake drafting and I came back and grabbed him that like the Steelers grabbed Joey Porter Jr. Anyway, uh, read this silly thing that he's doing, please, Ryan. Uh, so, yeah, his tweet uh, the Arctic Challenge, the impact of the Arctic Challenge goes far beyond the four athletes in the Arctic Ocean with a mission to inspire young minds. The team aid aims to challenge the next generation to push beyond their limiting beliefs and chart their own course now how so, many calories a day they're eating like so they're each eating eight thousand calories a day oh my god they're you rowing can... 24 hours a day for 15 straight oh my days god. yeah they're so it'll be three rowers at a time the person not rowing will get 90 minutes to sleep <laughs> and they'll just keep rotating and so the the team is uh so jimmy graham and then Andrew Trop is the team captain. Oh, he's the best. He's a former Navy SEAL. I don't, oh, know I don't want to make fun of him. Um, sorry. He rode for Boston <laughs> University and then won a championship with the Penn Athletic Club. And wow. then the two other uh, members of the team are Hannah Huppy and John Huppy. They're, they're oh, the Hupps. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're married. Um, Hannah was a captain of the Tulane women's row team. And then John is the current head coach of the Tulane row teams. Um, so they, they've been rowing I, for I had never really heard of this time. event. I don't, this doesn't even sound like a sport. This sounds like uh, punishment from like a <laughs> Turkish judge that sentences you to do this race. The only part that I enjoy about it, the uh, 8,000 calories a day. <laughs> well, it, it's right up your alley. 8,000 calories a yeah, day, 90 minutes of sleep a night. That's, that's basically just your everyday life anyway. This is my routine. Yeah. I go to the, I go to our buffet at Spockles, kind of like the Rampart one is doing Kaluch, you would Kaluch. say. Kaluch. But uh, <laughs> who will be here tomorrow, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it's a lovely impression. I know. But uh, I just, I, 8,000 calories is my bug. I know like Michael Phelps, when he was training for the Olympics, he ate some ungodly amount of calories too. Well, he was eating that much for a different reason though. Why is that? He's, he's yeah, littering and, littering and, smoking the reefer. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, sorry. There was a guy taking phone video of outside. And it kind of spooked me out. I was like, "Who is this man?" He just got a great video of a of a dope Super Troopers reference. He's got. Oh, there you go, Super Troopers. Oh you're, my God. you're feeding your Rasta man. I know. And the Brittany Daniels, she the girl on that, the the blonde. Yeah, oh, I need man. I need to get one of the one of the hats with the, with the dreads. Yes, that, yeah, that's the director <laughs> Jay Chakasaranda or whatever yeah. his name. He's very talented. Very funny movie. All right, we digress. Anyway, Jimmy Ray, uh, Jimmy Graham, good luck to you. We'll see you in camp. I don't know. Will he make camp? Will he is he playing another year? We don't even know. Uh, I'm not sure, but the the events next year, so tw the summer of 2025 is when they're doing it. So he'll he'll at least be in good shape in summer of 2025 <laughs> at the very least. He's right? going to come back. He's going to be a beast. Yeah. All right, 
Uh, moving on, number three, uh, air ball of the future. All right, so there's this so ball that they this. made with this the 3D is printer. New airless basketball. It's an airless basketball. It is 3D. I've printed. seen this before. Not this video in particular, but I've seen this technology. So it's a three. Yeah, the 3D printer. You can do anything. So here's the the bouncing. So listen to the traditional Wilson. It's got this slick texture. Okay, so here we go. Normal basketball bounce. Smells. Stop smelling. It smells like shoes. He said. Which, by the way, you had me. It smells like shoes because I love that smell. New shoes. New brand new shoes. New car. New shoes. All good. But anyway, okay. Here comes the dribble. Regular ball. Boink. And then this one. Airless ball. What? Silence. So quiet. That would take away from the game of basketball, wouldn't it? But the shoes. You would hear just shoes and screen, screen, screen. Back up. Back up. Same. Somewhere there's a high school coach that runs practice like that anyway. Like yeah, right. <laughs> no ball. We're just running. You don't get a ball. You don't deserve a ball. Exactly. So this is. Uh, it retails. Here's the little uh, the, the the hiccup in the uh, buying one of those. Twenty five hundred dollars. Ooh, it's already it? sold out. It's already sold out. It's sold out. You know who bought them? Drake. Drake bought them all. So Yager couldn't have any. It's, it's sold. How many did they make? I, I'm not sure. How, how long can you have a 3D printer cooking, Jerry? <laughs> he's, he's the he's the music guy. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> can't get our regular. Can we printer. get a shot of that printer. It's over there. There's a printer over there. On Only the thing that I saw that that stands out to me is that it looks like the weight, and especially the the, yeah. the, the distribution of the weight might oh. be a little different. Like you, it looks like you could dribble I just have fine, that. but imagine I have I have the weight. A regular ball is 620 grams. The air ball is uh, 590 grams. That's difference a big of difference. 30 grams. And hey, by the way, people who made this story, we live in America. Do it in ounces. I don't know anything about grams, or do I? Matt Ryan does. Matt <laughs> we both tried to deflect that so hard. <laughs> oh, you mean Rasta Man, as Tommy Green calls exactly, him? Exactly, exactly. He says you should get one of those wigs with the dreads. You, I need you, one. Oh, my God, and you just said you should get one. Tommy Green said that you should do that last week. Well, I know where we could get one. Jerry's got every costume imaginable. It's true. He does have a lot of costumes. By the way, we all have nicknames now. Uh, you're uh, the cockshore kid, Frankie Overs, Rasta Man. And, and, and Drew Dog. We need nicknames from uh, well, Drew, Tommy Green. Drew Dog. Drew Dog. What do I say? Drew Dog. And you, and what's your nick? Do you have a nickname amongst uh, she's Wonder family Woman. and friends? Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Wonder Woman. There you go. Don't need it. Don't need any suggestions. And Wonder okay. Woman. GT over here. Uh, let's talk about the NBA All-Star Game. Big Cat loses, but GT. better wins. So this next one, Carl Anthony Towns. You put up 50 points in an All-Star Game. Don't you think you're going to win the MVP? You think you should get it? Not in the year of our Lord 2024. <laughs> So apparently there's a guy bet $30 wager that he would be the top scorer and it paid I thought it paid a lot more than that. Didn't it pay more than 33,000? If you look at the graphic, no. $30 wager. I can't see the graphic. You think I can read that? That's my point. That's why I made that font bigger. Thank you. Looking out for me. Ryan's been looking out for me all day today. Doing the Lord's work. He's doing the that's been very religious this past minute. <laughs> <minute. laughs> yeah, talking about reefer. Do you like then, to tell yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a Start knocking on my door. Yeah, Bob, Bob Marley biopic just came out. Yeah. yeah. Did you see it? Not yet. It looks good. I want to. So that seems like I'll wait for that on Peacock, Ann's favorite streaming service. <laughs> Ann's like, is it on Peacock? I can't say it if it's not on Peacock. <laughs> I mean, it's not a it's not a two p.m. Wednesday basketball game, so you know. <laughs> yeah, right. in, the, in, in the Big Ten. Exactly. Anyway, he scored fifty points. He didn't win the MVP. They gave it to Dame Lillard, who scored thirty. He was on the winning team, so I mean, you score fifty points. It's only the fourth time it's ever been done. Don't you feel like you should, you should win? And what what is the MVP award in this game? Uh, what do you get? The guy who tried the hardest for a five minute stretch. 
What I I know you're going to talk about it on Sports by the Book. Well, we, but, we can get into it here. Okay, you know it was well, mostly saying, garbage I, points too. What's that? It was mostly garbage time points too. Yeah, like the team was completely out of it, and the game who was Dame or Carl Carl Anthony Towns. Okay, I, if you're telling me it was garbage time late in the game, I was tuned out. I I, t I said this yesterday. So I had five dollars on Tyrese uh, Halliburton to get the first basket. I figured, oh, Indiana Hometown Pacers guy, gonna yeah. get it. West misses a shot. Uh, they bring it down. Giannis. I said Giannis, Chris. I didn't say the other way. Then he feeds it to Tatum. Tatum drains the shot. I'm like, damn. So I had a nice bet on Halliburton. But after that, after I realized I didn't, my $5 bet, I lost interest Gonzo. in Gonzo. And you're, you're not the only one. I mean, when you got guys like Larry Bird coming out before the game and publicly pleading for these guys to try, and then you get what we got. I mean, you got Luka Doncic throwing up 70 footers yeah. that, that miss long, yeah. which that, that's pretty incredible. Impressive. You know, yeah. Impressive. But that. however, that's not the point. I, I just think. It was bad. The, the problem is, is that all these all-star games now are turning into, you know, not even glorified exhibitions. It is just a popularity contest, and they go out there and hang out with their buddies, and oh yeah, run around a little bit. Like, the, the NHL going to, you know, kind of what they did over the all-star weekend, the three-on-three -three tournament, I like that, kind of switching it up. Um, the NFL is a different case in my eyes because of the nature of the game, yeah. how physical the game is. You're, you're not going to get these guys making as much money as they are in the NFL to go out of and course. play a full football game ever again. That After is out the window. After they're done for the season, too. You know That's what I mean? the other one, yeah. <laughs> baseball. enjoyed the wings and the pizza. Baseball is its own thing. I think the All-Star game does need some revamping. I don't think they can ever go back to home field advantage in the World Series with the All-Star game. I think once they've too taken much. that away, they can't put it yeah, back. There's too much I outcry. Agree, yeah. For basketball, I said it earlier, I love all the ancillary events. Yeah, The skills challenge is kind of waning uh, with you know Anthony Edwards going left-handed because he really didn't feel I'm like doing it. Left. Um, well, as Ryan, Ryan is a big fan of the NHL skills competition and thinks that's yeah. the best skills competition. But like, I love the three-point contest. Yeah. I love what they did with Steph and Sabrina. Amazing. I mean, we, we got to ask Chris if he's going to set a line between Steph and Caitlin Clark next year because that's what it's going to be. We talked about the same thing. It's got to be. It's going to be that. But what if she stays she in goes, Iowa? Yeah. She could stay in Iowa. She could stay. She's got another year. Do you think she is? $800,000 versus $75,000. I think she should. I think she'd have more free time to pursue outside endorsements if she was pr professional than, you know, masquerading yeah. as, as an amateur. That's my thing. Is they, I'll tell you what. If they win, if Iowa wins a national championship, she's gone. Yeah. If they don't, she might be like, run it back. Is that what the kids say? Run it back? Yeah. Okay. Is that woke? But about, I, I love all the outside events. The, the dunk contest... The format is fine. It's yeah. just the, the dunkers and the, and the contestants themselves that need it. I mean, when you got a guy in Mac McClung who's played four NBA oh, games yeah, right, and won two titles, yeah, something needs to be done. But the game itself, the only way in my eyes that you can do it is with some of these. No. Money, money, money. But they already no. make so The in-season tournament, they showed with the in-season tournament yeah, that the players exactly. will try. These NBA contracts are fully guaranteed. You're already paying them for an in-season tournament. You don't need to be giving these guys more money. That's, do you know that's, how much? That's giving so much power to the players. <laughs> Versus showing them that they are athletes being paid to do a job. I don't think that this... The game itself is not sustainable the way that it is right now. No matter what. They're going to need to do right. something. Um, in my eyes, I saw a figure. TNT made $30 million off the broadcast of that one game alone. Jesus. You give a million dollars each to every player on the winning team, you're going to see the I hardest effort solution. ever. Landmines. Put landmines There's always the landmines. So they're way more... <laughs> Or why don't we just rock and jock it like they used to on MTV? Have a 30-point shot. Yeah. Or what you could do is in, in Two Russia. Balls at once. In Russia, they have a combination of basketball and full contact wrestling. And they wear singlets. They do not. Yes, they do. Ryan, 
get me footage for tomorrow's show of this. Uh, yeah, I saw, it, I saw it on Twitter yesterday. Is this something that's just happened and we somehow met? No, it's Russia. They've been doing it for years. I'm staying on the air till I see. No, I'm not. <laughs> tomorrow, come back tomorrow, uh, live comment room and everyone watching. We're going to watch whatever that is. Wrestling. I it's the only league where Isaiah Stewart would, would win MVP. Who's that? He's the guy that just punched Drew Eubanks oh, and got God, arrested. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Draymond and Isaiah Stewart. That's, that's your MVP that, race every geez. single year. Uh, looking at the live comments real quick. Uh, thank you, B. <laughs> you saw me laughing. No hot to trot. I don't know if you've ever seen hot to trot. I have not. It was uh, Bobcat Goldthwait uh, and a uh, talking horse. And the <laughs> so I anyway, like it already. It's, yeah, it was a pretty bad movie. Uh, NBA goes, oh, my God. B. Tommy said rock and jock. I did not see that before I said it. Ryan McCormick versus Matt Neverett. Let's effing go. Yeah, here it is. Check it out, Frank. What? Oh, God. Yes. So they're. <laughs> what a shot. Come on. Oh. Come on. How is it? How has Dana White not made this happen already? Oh, my God. That's going to be his first event at, at the Sphere next year. Take my money right now. How do we invest in that? How much have we made on our YouTube channel? Dump it into this. Oh, my God. Oh. And they're not on the, on the mats either. This is hardwood. Yeah. My God. Chris, get some lines on this. I'm All right, Ryan. Ryan and I going one-on-one. Are one you on kidding one. me? These are guys that wrestle bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Who wins in that match? I don't know. The, the match. I don't know. Matt Neverett versus Ryan McCormick. In basketball wrestling? In rugby? Wrestling basketball. Just wrestling basketball. There would be a combined zero field goals in that game. Go, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, come on. Tap out. Uh, hysterical. Matt, uh, we have two minutes. I have a, a very important phone call. About the promotions for the new season of Wait, What Happened? Coming up March 13th, right after the show. But why don't you give us a few free picks? This has been one of my favorite shows of the year so far, even though it's cost me 15 or $20. Forgot about the earmuffs. Oh, earmuffs, real quick. Show earmuffs, sorry. Uh, we'll do it. We'll get it in. If we go over time, they can wait, because I'm the host of that hey, show. They'll make, wait for we're me. We're going to make what CBS made if we go over time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, here we go. Uh, you know, I hate the Flyers. I have to, being from the city I'm from. Uh, but I do like Gritty because he's uh, methed out. I, we don't know who designed this guy. But they're giving away promotional earmuffs, Gritty earmuffs. Someone in the Philadelphia area, Jeff Hammond, somebody, get me those and send them to me. I need those now. When they give them away. Only, the only thing that would make your, your hair that much better. <laughs> That'd give me another two inches. Yeah. Gritty, oh, what is it? February 27th against the Ning. The Ning. It's against the Ning. The only NHL team with only one color in their logo. That was the thing I saw because it's it's blue, yeah. And then the other, all the it's just blue. Interesting. Yeah, it is. Isn't it? Someone's like Red Wings. No, white is the color. Then someone's saying, "Oh, Kings, black." It was a whole thing I saw last night on Twitter when I couldn't sleep or TikTok or whatever childish website I'm on. <laughs> but anyway, all right, Matt, we got a minute and a half or two. Let's hear some picks from Matt and Everett. A bunch of games today. There a are. lot of uh, a lot of ranked teams in action. One game that I'm looking forward to. Uh, just after we get off the air is number one UConn at number fifteen Creighton. Yeah, this one's going to be a, a talking about showdown in the Big East. UConn comes in as hot as anybody in the country. Fourteen straight wins. Of those fourteen, they've won eight by double digits. Two of them by exactly nine. So they've won ten of their last fourteen by nine points or more. Uh, UConn already defeated Creighton this year, sixty-two to forty-eight, just yeah. over a month ago. So with a three-point line, I've seen it as low as two and a half. Give me the Huskies on the road. I think they're the best team in the country yeah. at this point, uh, especially playing in conference where they do not lose often, if at all. Um, San Diego State at Utah State, the Aztecs catching points, I like and I oh, like wow. it. Give me San Diego State plus two, plus two and a half if you can get it. Uh, the Aztecs beat the Aggies by fourteen earlier this year already. 
And San Diego State is probably the best coached team on the West Conference, okay. or West Coast, I should say. Okay. Uh, they, they do not have these huge swings and consistency. What you see is what you get way more often than not. And Jaden Ledee is going to win Mountain West Player of the Year, the six foot nine uh, forward who has led the conference in scoring, top three in rebounding. He is a force to be reckoned with, and I think he's really the only big man in the conference that stands a shot night in and night out against great Osibor, who's the best player on, on Utah State's roster by okay. far, and the big reason why they've had a lot of success. So I like the Aztecs, and I'll give you one more. Let me see. Let me, let me I like Pitt tonight, by the way, and that's not that doesn't count. I, I like do as the well. Panthers against Wake Forest. They need that win. I'll give you a tease. Alex and I are both on the Panthers. Oh, I know. I saw Alex. I saw Alex put it out there. Uh, so yeah. And the one that I like also, Iowa catching 10 at Michigan State. I don't think Michigan State is going to score enough or get the game going at a fast enough tempo to be able to blow Iowa out. I think they win the game, but I think Iowa is able to keep it close. Will they score more than Virginia? Uh, I think that you, I think that us six in here with uh, Jerry coming off the bench could probably score more than Virginia. So. Jerry's our uh, Joe Dumars. Jerry's our, our, our three and D guy. The microwave. Yeah. yeah. Our, Joe Dumars. Our Clay Thompson. Yeah. Our Clay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any of these people. All right. Great show. Uh, chat room. You guys did it again. Hysterical. Joey B, uh, Tommy, B-Town Dummy. I'm not going to acknowledge you. Bob Dell. Uh, Minnie Dar was back. Yes. A uh, lot, lot of good stuff, guys. Bob Dell. Thank you, everybody. We really appreciate it. Oh, there. Oh, that's my alarm for my big important phone call. We'll be back tomorrow. We have Dwayne Colucci. Colucci. And Esther Steinberg, very funny comedian who's going to be taping uh, an upcoming comedy special in L.A., but she's here. She's married to Noah, who was here a couple weeks ago. And told us a very funny story about uh, Ray Romano. So full show tomorrow. And also uh, uh, Alex White. Alex will be here tomorrow. There you go. All right. Thank you for watching Punchlines Lines live in about every show.